You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, where we're looking at trying new things. I turned 50 this year. Uh, In fact, it's about three months away. And yes, it feels old and yet it doesn't feel old at all, which I think is us at any age, right? (laughs) Um, So instead of a party, I'm not really a party person. Um, I've committed at the beginning of the year. In fact, when I turned 49, I made a commitment to doing 50 new things before the year is over, which is tricky because uh, I've done a lot of things in my life. I have already jumped out of a plane. I have already done parasailing. I have already done whitewater rafting. There's a lot. I've traveled to a lot of places. So trying to find 50 new things to do before the year is over has been a little difficult. And I'll be honest, with three months to go, I don't even have a list of 50 new things yet. So we'll see whether I get to the big 5-0. I think so far I'm up to about 30. I've completed about 30. So 20 to go. But of course, it's the hard 20 that are left. So Being willing to try new things, I see as a really important trait for a leader, uh, for what I call a next level leader. So whatever level you're at, being willing to try new things is important. For a start, if you're not willing to try new things, then why would anybody that you're trying to influence, why would anyone in your team be willing to try new things? And at the, the pace of change, that the world is at at the moment if we don't try new things we're going to run out of old things to do so yes it's important my first question for you today is what's the last new thing you tried it's a question I ask in interviews for new team members because it's important for me and my team to try new things all the time Now, some work, some don't, (laughs) and we really need to be comfortable with the fact that some things don't work. So, yeah, I ask that as an interview question, and I've had varying answers to that. And it's quite clear that for some people, the last new thing they tried was about 20 years ago. So, again, I ask, what's the last new thing you tried? And if you're struggling to find an answer to that, or... If there are things you want to try at the moment and you're not for some reason, then you'll want to keep listening to this episode. So why is it so difficult for people to try new things? Although it's not all new things, is it? It's it's some. Some new things are really easy to try, like try a new lipstick, a new color, or like my husband, try a different brand of beer. <laughs> If those things go pear-shaped, it's no big deal. Maybe you lost a dollar or two in buying a new color of lipstick that didn't work, but nothing too bad has happened, right? So it's not all new things, 
then there are other new things that are definitely a bigger deal. So jumping out of a plane, that is a big deal. Swimming with sharks. If things go pear-shaped with either of those, well, I mean, I guess you're probably not listening to this podcast, or it certainly wouldn't be your top priority right now. So it kind of makes sense from an evolutionary perspective to be scared of doing those things. It's reasonable to shy away from doing something that might literally kill you. Now, I think with the way safety is these days, it is a slim chance of dying. Yet still, it is a fair fear. There are other new things though. And these are the ones I'm talking about. They fit somewhere in the middle. There might be repercussions a little worse than losing a few dollars, say, yet nowhere near as bad as losing your life. Things like saying I love you for the first time. That is a tough one for me. (laughs) Or for some people, even recommending a new restaurant to try with a friend. Or for many people at work, using a digital planner instead of a paper-based one. So why are those types of things harder than trying a new lipstick, say? When you think about it, it's, it's all about how bad you might feel if things go wrong. As Claire and Tracy in the Women in Leadership Facebook group this week, we were discussing this topic in there and, and they said it's, it's fear. And that's what it is, right? What if the person you say I love you to doesn't say I love you back? What if the restaurant you choose with you and a friend is awful? What if you don't know how to use a digital planner? You might feel unloved or embarrassed or incompetent. And how you imagine you might feel, well, that's based on the meaning you put on the possible outcome. So if I say I love you and the other person doesn't say it back, the meaning I put on that is they don't love me. If I suggest a restaurant and it's terrible, I could make that mean that I've completely ruined the night. It's all my fault. If I can't work out how to immediately use this new fancy digital planner everyone's been talking about, I can make it mean that I'm an idiot. Not only do we ascribe this meaning to a possible outcome, but we also assume others ascribe that same meaning. They, it's like we assume they are going to come to the same conclusion we did. So you think they have assigned the same meaning and even further, you've already decided what their conclusion is from that meaning. So they assume that you assume they think, well, I don't love you. Therefore, they now feel sorry for you because you told them that, that and they don't feel it. Or the restaurant is terrible, therefore you've ruined the night and you've decided your friend thinks you're no longer worthy of friendship. Or you can't even use a digital planner, therefore you're an idiot and people are thinking you should never have got the job in the first place. Seriously, the stories we tell ourselves can be pretty long when we get going. I don't know about you, if you have those conversations in your head where you've gone from uh, thinking about doing something to completely breaking up with someone in the space of five minutes, all based on your thoughts, nothing to do with the other person. 
So I want you to stop for a minute and think, what if I'm wrong? What if the meaning you've put on something isn't the meaning someone else would put on it? What if you made the choice to put an entirely different meaning on something? So again, thinking of that new thing you've been meaning to try and yet are afraid of what someone might think if it doesn't go according to plan, try this. First, think about what you're assuming this will say about you and by default, what you're assuming they will think about you if it goes wrong. And then I challenge you to come up with a completely different meaning, a completely different reaction that you could assume someone was going to have that is in fact more empowering and less limiting, more encouraging, less, I guess, fear-inducing. I mean, you're the one that gave it meaning in the first place, right? So isn't it just as simple to give it a different meaning? So, for example, what if not hearing a response of I love you from the other person simply means the other person's come from a family that never said I love you? And so it takes a really big amount of courage for them to say I love you, whether you've said it first or not. Yet they're entirely appreciative of you and your courage in saying it to them. Or another example, what if choosing a restaurant that turns out to be awful means you now know one more place not to go for dinner and you and your friend both have a good laugh about it. Perhaps your friend now has a sigh of relief that, oh, she's not perfect after all. And it's finally given her permission to make mistakes too and not feel completely embarrassed about it. What if not being able to work out how to use that digital planner straight away is a great way of role modeling to your team that learning new things is for everyone And it's actually okay to take some time to get the hang of it. What if you decide that they are now thinking, oh great, this team's got a culture where we can try and learn and even fail every now and then and no one's going to fire me. Without other information, without other data, those meanings are just as true as the first ones you ascribed. And yet those meanings help you take the step rather than hesitate in fear. It was really good to see Tracy, one of the courageous leaders in the Women in Leadership Facebook group, take the step this week to reframe learning a new language, to put a new meaning to it. So her daughter has been teaching herself Spanish and she'd asked Tracy to learn it with her. Tracy had let her fear of being terrible at it and the meaning that being terrible would disappoint her daughter She'd let that stop her from trying this new thing. So in the group, she came up with a few possible different meanings she could choose from, like maybe her daughter would love spending one-on-one time with her on something she loves. Isn't that just as true as the original meeting? In fact, when you think about it, it's probably more true, right? And yet how often do we go to a negative meaning straight away? Now, if Tracy or you get more information, you know, if her daughter literally says to her, mum, you're terrible about this, I don't want you doing it with me anymore, then you can reassess the meaning that you give the action. Yet, if you think about it, even when we think about the meaning behind our own actions, 
So if we think about why did I do that? How sure are we really that there's not another deeper meaning than the one we're telling ourselves? And if that's the case, even if someone is giving you some information about a meaning that they've assigned to something, how can we be sure it's the real meaning? Or just one they're telling themselves and therefore telling us? Yeah, a lot to think about in this week's episode. So what do you think? Is this new way of thinking about things a new thing you could try on this week? I'd love to hear more about it. So if you want to continue the conversation about trying new things, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? You'll find the link in the show notes. We are a friendly bunch in there, I promise. It's not that scary. Thank you for joining me this week. If you got value out of this episode, I would really love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you'll know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others to find the show. And I would really appreciate that. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.